Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Business of Fun podcast. I am your host, Dave Wakeman. My guest today is a returning guest, Mark Hirschberg, and we are talking about Brain Bump. Um, but before we talk about Mark and Brain Bump, I want to remind you to check out my friends at Cover Genius, covergenius.com. They have a, a great new product called Cancel for Any Reason CFAR. And it has come up a lot in conversations because of um, some things that we have been discussing and doing. Uh, but the biggest one being that uh, we uncovered uh, the Playhouse Theater in Ohio uh, is getting 48% of people to purchase refund protection. And that is specifically happening because of the uh, level of uncertainty that's still present in people. Um, economic, financial... Uh, health-related uh, uncertainty. It comes through across the board. Uh, it makes having a refund protection tool, especially something like CFAR, more and more important. So check them out, covergenius.com. Talk to Haley, talk to Joe, talk to Chris, talk to any of the team. They're great. Um, this tool, I think, can really, really help you as you still work to recover and get people to come back to your events. Make sure that you check out my website. It's DaveWakeman.com. Uh, I just put up a pick your brain session with me uh, so that people want to just have some consulting on demand, some kind of situational uh, advice or feedback. Uh, talk about pricing, talk about your marketing strategy, talk about your corporate strategy, whatever it is. You can find it there in the shop, uh, DaveWakeman.com. There'll be some new stuff coming up, including uh, some workshops that I have planned for New York and London, Sydney, and Melbourne this year. So check that out. Now back to Brain Bump and Mark Hirschberg. So Mark came on last time to talk about his Career Toolkit book. Uh, this time Mark wanted to come back and talk about the Brain Bump app, which is a, something that I have been taking part of. It's a way for me to organize some of my ideas and my concepts, uh, make things a little bit easier to share, all kinds of great stuff. So Mark and I, we talk about the idea behind Brain Bump, what he hopes to achieve, um, you know, why people find learning in bits and pieces, bite-sized nuggets of information valuable. He teaches you how to approach learning. He, what's the proper way to, um, you know, make sure that your learning sticks with you. Um, this is a different conversation than the first one, but it still has some similarities. Um, so check this one out. My conversation for the second time with Mark Hirschberg on the Business of Fun podcast. Back, Mark Hirschberg, and today we're going to talk about brain burp, brain bump, brain burp, <laughs> brain fart, whatever, brain bump. Um, Mark, how's it going, man? Going great. Since we last did an episode, I have been so busy getting brain bump, bump, not the other ones, brain bump, a nudge for your noggin, getting brain bump ready, getting it launched, and getting great content on there, like content from you, which I'm really excited about to have on the platform. Oh, uh, you don't have to plug me. Come on, Mark. That's uh, that's very. It's very nice of you to to include me in this. I found it. Uh, it's a very cool idea. We touched on it a little bit in the last episode because you created the idea for Brain Bump using the Career Toolkit as a uh, jumping off point. And I'm going to let you explain exactly what Brain Bump is so people have a refresher. Uh, but I think like this is. It, 
people using this as a no-brainer because we've gone on for like a half hour before we even started recording about all the different ways that like we figured out how to use this to make it valuable for people. But I'm going to let you explain it so that I don't screw up anymore. So, so tell us what Brain Bump is so everybody has a refresher. When you read a book, and I'm going to generally use books, but this applies to listening to podcasts, reading blogs, hearing talks, taking classes. When you read a book or engage with other content, there are two challenges you face. First, you quickly forget it. You read a book, you say, wow, this is great information, a self-help book, a business book. But then two weeks later, you've forgotten 95% of it. Well, that's not helpful. The other challenge is that where you read information isn't where you need information. And so it's not applicable. And I wanted to solve these problems. So let's think about that first piece. You might be, for example, a new manager, and maybe you bought my book, which has a chapter on management, or you just bought another management book. Say, so, okay, well, I'm a new manager. So there's a bunch of things I need to keep in mind, but I don't know exactly when or where I have to apply this technique. And there is so much to learn. So what if each day you got a quick reminder? We know spaced repetition works. We know spaced repetition helps you remember things, but you're not going to reread a book. You're not going to bother creating flashcards for a book and looking through it. So with the Brain Bump app, what we've done is we take key points from the books, blogs, podcasts, talks. We put them into the app. There's a tip card for each tip. And what you'll get is each day at a time you set, you don't even have to open the app, you get a little reminder, like a little push notification on your phone, 9 a.m. each day as you walk into the office, here is a reminder of a management tip, a management idea, or whatever topic you're interested in. And so each day, oh, there's a little pop-up, look at, swipe it away, two seconds a day, but you see it over and over, and it helps you remember, it helps build it up, it helps you retain. Now, the other usage where you read information isn't where you need information. In my book, there is a chapter on networking. Where are you reading that? Sitting at home on your couch. You don't have to do a lot of networking on your couch. You know your spouse, you know your dog, you got good relationships, not a lot of networking going on. Two months later, you show up to a conference and you're thinking, oh, now I need those networking tips. But you're not going to carry my book or another book with you. And even if you have it in a Kindle, I said, oh, I got to open up the Kindle and I have to go search and I uh, can't search for network because half the words are networking. So it's a lot more complicated. Instead, right before you walk into that conference, you pull out the Brain Bump app, you open it up. We have all the tips have tags. So you would look for a networking tag and then there's all the networking tips. And whether you're just looking for tips from a specific piece of content from just my book or just your podcast, or you're looking across because you don't care whose book or podcast it's from, you just want networking tips. You go, here are the tips, and you quickly flip through it just in time right before you need it. Got it, go into that event and network like a rock star. So the app helps you get information either just in time as you need it or foundationally through a quick daily reminder where you don't even need to open the app to get. Oh, that's awesome. And so one idea that I'm curious about, and this probably help people, is what is the, um, you talk about push notifications, but what about the um, difference between the push and pull? Uh, you know, can you explain that to me a little bit? Because I want to help people understand this a little bit better so that they can kind of get the context and why brain bump 
is like is so valuable. I, I, and I was thinking it as you said this, like the with the new iPhone, the dynamic island. I mean, come on, this is perfect for the dynamic island. Pull <laughs> and push notifications on the phone. That's the term, but it's really a pull concept. Now on Brain Bump, we never send you a notification you didn't ask for or request or expect. You set the time and you set the content you want to get. This is very different from most everything else we do, like social media. So for example, you might follow someone on social media. You might follow, let's say, a leadership guru. And this guru posts something at 3.52 p.m. this afternoon, and they give them some great leadership advice. Well, first, half of that person's audience, they're probably not even on social media that day, or they don't see it because of the algorithm. So they post this great idea, and it disappears. Even the people who see it, some say, oh, that's good, but a lot of people say, yeah, whatever, I'm not worried about leadership right now. I'm worried about getting more customers. I'm worried about building my brand. I'm worried about hiring. I have so many other problems. This is not relevant to me, and they ignore it. Six months from now, they might be saying, now I want to focus on my leadership, but they're not going back saying, oh, let me look at the old social media posts of this person. Let me look at their weekly email that's been clogging up my inbox. Yeah, I'm going to take time to search through all that. And it's because those are push and they are chronologically oriented. But really what we want is that person who needs help, they should get the help when and where they want it regardless of when this came out. And this great leadership guru, that advice that she gave, that's evergreen content. She just happened to post it that day. So instead of this, I'm going to push out my ideas and hope they resonate, what Brain Bump lets people do is pull ideas to them when they want it. You're about to walk into that conference, pull those networking tips to you right now because that's when and where you need it. At 9 a.m. as you walk into the office, you're going to pull a management tip to you right now because that's relevant to the mindset that you're in. And so we need to change media in general. Brain Bump is just one way of doing this. Change from this broadcast I'm going to push out and then just see what sticks against my audience to a way where the audience can pull content that is relevant to them. And those of us who create content really need to think about content accessed in this new type of nonlinear fashion. Yeah, yeah. And, and it makes me, um, as you're talking about this, it makes me think about social media and how like a lot of times no one is looking, right? And it's, um, but it's linear in nature or like my newsletter. There is, because I got an email from uh, my, my marketing professor's uh, assistant, or I guess his, his community builder would be her title. I don't want to, whatever it is, she's great, is the whole thing. But she was like, oh, my God, you know, like you have all this great resources around pricing. And we want to know if we can like tap into it and use you a little bit more around pricing because it's, uh, you know, you'd be a great resource. Um, and the truth is, is there, it's been, I've been working on it now, this body of work, right, uh, for pricing for God knows how long, but seven or eight years worth of, worth of stuff. It's unlikely. I'm not saying it's it, 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 it can't have happened, but it's unlikely that anybody, even me, remembers all of it, you know, what, what's all there. And so this is a tool that allows that stuff to come back, because at least from my point of view, when I look at the statistics for my website, which I, I do every couple of weeks, um, some of the stuff that's like ha is the best performing is stuff that's seven or eight years old, you know, because it's still it's and it's still applicable. 
right around pricing around market research because these are things that um they don't change a lot right they 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 um what works has worked for 50 years and continues to work um yeah it's just that people keep trying to recreate something they keep trying to recreate the wheel i guess if we use a cliche um you know why um what would be your pitch or like you know what would you be your advice to somebody who's like so used to trying to collect things linearly and you know take advantage of all these new ideas and uh, and this might seem they might have an ap apprehension about like look using something like brain bump because they go well all the ideas have to be like now ready new in the moment and i and, and i get it because context is everything you know, and if you think that this context now is more important than it was, but what would be your argument for there, there's a place for context, but like having all of this stuff is better and being able to use use it on demand. Sure. Well, first, brain bump is That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So first, brain bump is free. So it's pretty easy to try out. We're not asking you to enter a credit card or do anything. You don't even need to sign up or register. We don't collect data. So you might as well download it and try it out. But we have to recognize where and when different types of information have these different behaviors. If you're talking about fashion on the red carpet, well, that trends the day before, the day of, the day after. No one's talking about who wore what to the Oscars in 2012. It's old news. We don't care about. It doesn't come up a lot. On the other hand, when we talk about pricing models, as you pointed out, these models have existed for years. And sure, they change a little, but some solid advice from 20 years ago is solid advice today and is still applicable. And so we don't just want newest, latest. There's a reason certain things have stood the test of time. But when we need it, you may have needed it 20 years ago. You may have needed it five months ago. You may need it today or tomorrow. And you want to really pull that to you when and where you need it. So often when we, for example, read a book or listen to a podcast episode, we're doing so right now. You might be at the gym or driving to work like, well, this is a good time to listen to this episode. Great. Make use of that time. But as you're driving to work, as you're at the gym right now, you're not actually executing on something right now. You can't do you're busy driving. Your hands are full you need this information later so you either hope you remember this next week or next month or you have a way where you get this content and you can pull it up when and where you need it in the future oh absolutely and as you were saying that i was like oh, gosh it, most of the time i'm listening to a podcast if i'm driving and so if i do find something i want to use Lord knows I don't have a notebook and pen most of the time handy to write it down, right? And I might try to like stop the podcast and save it because I'll be like, oh yeah, you know, I want to make sure I don't forget that. But let's be let's be realistic. I don't do that nearly as much as I want to try to tell you I do. Um, and so that's like that's a really good point. It's um, it, it, and it kind of um, it goes in context with the the idea too, which is um. Uh, repetition because we were talking about the need to, to keep repeating things and how important it is to hear the same idea over and over again to get it to stick 
Um, so when, when somebody's using the Brain Bump app, right, and you're getting these notifications and you pick the time and place that you'd like to use them, um, that's very important. If there's like certain, you know, how does it work to help people? Like, let's say I was teaching, this is something I'm going to be doing in, in next year, is teaching a brand management course. And so let's say I have a couple things I want to teach, right, like, we use brand coats as a uh, as an idea because that's something people seem to struggle with a little bit sometimes um, and it's pretty easy to explain is there a way to set it up so that like for like two three weeks you can just get stuff about brand codes or is it um you know or like even just the same five or ten ideas over and over and just to get that repetition is that feet is that something that works as well and why does that work because i know you're a professor and i'm trying to steal stuff from you so that i will be half as good of a teacher as you are well let's talk about why and then how the why mm -hmm. is because your brain you just need to hear something over and over when you hear something or read something you are making a connection between your neurons and this is this is not my field of expertise, but this is what I've learned from professors in this area. You're making connections between your neurons. The more those connections get fired, the stronger it is, just like exercising a muscle. The more you exercise that muscle, the stronger the muscle gets. The more you use this particular link between these neurons, thinking about that idea over and over, the stronger that connection is, the more rapidly it will come to the surface when you need it. And that's why we want to be exposed repeatedly to ideas so we can retain it. This, by the way, is why brands want to repeatedly expose you to their brand or their value proposition. So you think like, oh, Coke, it's refreshing because I've seen that ad, I don't know how many times. So you want that repeat exposure. Now, Brain Bump lets you do this a couple different ways. We've got these tips and remember, you can tag them. So you might have in all the advice from all your classes a certain set maybe there's 10 tips related to brain codes and they are tagged it's like hashtags so you have certain ones that are tagged brain codes now someone can do it one of three ways first they could just favorite all those tips we let you favorite things you can go back to your favorites second they can use our search or our filter function to just say i want to get all the tips tagged with this tag in this case brain code and just pull it up. Okay, there are all 10 brain code tips. Third, when they do that push notification, so I want that notification, let's say at 2.30 every day, right before I go to class, instead of saying, I just want a tip from anything or a tip from anywhere in your class, I can not only set the time, but I can set the context. I can say the tips that I want you to show at 2.30 are only tips with this tag. I only want those, that's what I'm focused on. Likewise, if you use my book, you might say, you know what, Mark, he's got all these different chapters, but right now I'm just focused on chapter seven. I'm just focused on communications. So the tip I want 9 a.m. is just a communication tip. And you can set not just the time, but you can set kind of the scope of how much or how little comes in, what you want to be limited to. And that makes total sense, um, you know, because I understand, you know, we both understand how important repetition is, uh, even though it's not your area of expertise, the connections with neurons is what uh, I've heard. Uh, I've heard 
heard about over and over again. Um, and if it's wrong, it's your app. Uh, I'm going to blame it on you. Uh, <laughs> Now, uh, an idea that we, that that you also brought up to me when we were planning this episode was, um, and I thought this was it, it was interesting because you, you it's the idea of software as a book, and the, you described it as the book of Theseus. And then I said, like the way I approach the stuff I do is as a body of work, and like every little thing I do is me stacking another piece of another idea on top of the other ones. And if you pay attention, you can see how stupid I was a couple of years ago and how much smarter I am now. Um, can you describe what this idea of software being like a book or similar to a book means to people, and why um, you know this kind of is at the heart of what you're trying to do with Brainbook? If you're familiar with Greek philosophy, Plato once talked about the ship of Theseus. Theseus was a guy, his ship came into port and it needed to be repaired. They had to pull out some planks that were broken and put in new planks. And Plato asked the following question. So imagine a ship comes in and they replace a few planks. And a few weeks later, it comes back into the port. They replace a few more planks. Over time, you can imagine every piece of wood in this ship has been replaced. One by one, it's all replaced. The question then, is this still the same ship? Obviously, it's an open philosophical question. You can say, well, of course, it's the same ship. It looks the same. It acts the same. But you could say, no, no, it's a different ship because every molecule is technically different. And you can argue both ways. You can do variants. What if you take all the pieces of wood, you pull them apart, and you reconfigure them into a ship, but it looks different. Is that still the same ship? And so we can talk about this and debate it for a while, but now let's think about what a book means. A book is something, but we all know it when we see it. You can say, oh, that's a book, that's not a book. This type of thing, it's pages, it's got a cover, it's probably bound. Okay, that's a book. There are workbooks, there are some books where you write in it. It says, write down your three goals for the year. Okay, I'm gonna write in it. Well, that that's a book. But then we can ask, well, is an ebook a book? There's no pages, there's no cover. Well, yeah, okay, an ebook, that that's a book. Audiobook, yeah, we'll call it a book. It's it's philosophically, it's what we think of as a book. It's just done digitally or it's just an audio file. Okay, so now we've broadened our definition of a book. We also have choose your own adventure books. I remember liking that as a kid. You don't read it from page one to page 200, you read a few pages and it says, what do you want to do? Go into the dark cave or stay with your friends. And if you choose the first, flip to page 47. And if you choose the second, go to page 82. So you can go through books in a nonlinear manner. Well, now let's think about this. If an electronic book is a book, so we can have it electronically, and if you can write in a book like a workbook, and if you can have multiple paths through the book, you choose to do this, I choose to do that. Well, then what happens if I create a piece of software that says, read this, answer these questions, and based on your answers, I'm going to take you to another part of the software where you're gonna read more and do more. Now, what I've just described, well, it's my tax software, among other things. How many dependents do you have? Did you start a new business? Oh, you did? Okay, fill out more forms. It's really any type of software. And if you think about it, we just said if a book, it's not just bound pages, it's also an ebook, it's also a book where you can choose your own adventure, it's also these other things, these workbooks. Software is technically a book. 
And I bring this up as an example because we need to stop thinking about this is a book, this is a podcast, this is a blog, this is a class. Really, all these different types of content are merging together, are blending, and the walls between one and another are really coming down. So people who create content, you need to not think, I am a book author, I am a podcaster. You need to think, as you know it, I am a person who has created a body of knowledge, and I might choose to express that in printed pages, in an audio format, in a piece of software. And so Brain Bump follows this philosophy of, does your book have to be expressed as printed pages, or can it be expressed as, here are the ideas in what feels like an electronic flashcard format, now, they're not flashcards where you have questions and answers. You just go in and get the tips. But I think of Brain Bump as another expression of a book. Oh, the way you explained it, that's really good because the thing is, is I think I described it to you earlier when we were talking, is um, it's not stagnant, right? You know, a book, if you, you know, bind, you know, it's set in time, right? The Career Toolkit is a great book. But I'm sure that, like, if I ask you, like, are there things that you would change if you had to rewrite it now or if you're starting from scratch, the answer would be definitely yes. And I'm not putting you on the spot, I hope, because I would I could say the same to any author of any book, because what we you know, and what I like about the idea of Brain Bump is that you don't have to ever stop the process of updating your knowledge because you're not unless uh, I mean, actually, I, I, I don't want to say no, because I know that this is not true. Um, you shouldn't be stuck in place. You should always be adding to your your level of knowledge. Right. That's the only thing that will keep you as a renewable resource in the world is like constantly growing and evolving your understanding. Lord knows recently I've gotten plenty of uh, uh, emails and stuff from people who are totally like stuck in stuck in time, but, you know, uh, stuck in amber, uh, you know, they're, they're there. That's not what you should be doing. And this is what's great about the tool is because it allows you and your content, you know, if you're me or you to evolve, to grow, to change and to reflect reality now for a user. You know, somebody hopefully, you know, because all of my stuff will be there eventually and it'll be great because there's tags that people can use. You know, so like like we were talking about earlier with the pricing stuff, that'll all be there. The branding stuff will all be there and it'll all be tagged. It's like you can see, you know, the ideas like um, that. Lord knows I've used this thing so much and it's been a, a boom, uh, boom to my my career is discounts are for dummies. Uh, that and that is evergreen content. Uh, but like, why discounts suck? I have evolved on the thinking, I, and I have much new, better ideas. But discounts are still for dummies. Um, you know, it, it's super helpful for people. And I think that like, you know, thinking in this way will be very, very useful. Um, you know, so how do we tell people where to find the app? Like, how can people get this? Because they should, because it's free. I mean. Hell, it's like having a uh, an encyclopedia in your pocket. Well, I guess that's Wikipedia. So this is like a college course in your pocket. Exactly. It's taking the best ideas from a podcast like this, a book like mine, taking the ideas from that podcast and putting it right in your pocket so it's there when and where you need it. Now, Brain Bump's completely free. It's available on the app stores. The easiest way to find it, if you go to brainbumpapp.com, that's brainbumpapp.com 
app.com. Go to that website and we link you right to the Android and iPhone stores. The reason I recommend that is it's brain bump with a space, but Apple screwed it up and they list it without a space and I can't get them to fix it. I saw we we add it correctly, but they have this bug and they can't seem to fix it, which I don't know why. So if you go to brainbumpapp.com, it will take you right to either of the stores and then you can download it for free. You download the app, then you can add all the content you want again for free. We're kind of like a streaming service. We're constantly adding new books, new podcasts, new blogs. So there's always new content being added. We've got your content, which is fantastic. And of course, your content, like many, keeps having more tips added to it. As you get more of your vast body of work, you're going to be adding more and more. And there's always new tips. And the app will automatically update and pull that in. And again, it's all free. So brainbumpapp.com. That's awesome. And while we're on it, uh, where can people find the you and your book? Because I think the, the career toolkit is probably something that um, people might not have been paying as much attention to the first time you were here, but it might be more important to people now. So let's plug the, let's plug the book as well. The book, the career toolkit app, excuse me, the career toolkit. <laughs> too many projects. If you go to the career toolkit book.com, that's my website. You can learn more about the book. You can follow me on social media. Again, touch with me. You can see some of my blog posts, bunch of free resources. And if you want to get the great tips from the book, whether you're thinking, well, I'm not sure about the book. I just want to see what it's like. Or I'm reading the book and boy, I want to remember what I'm reading. All the tips are on the Brain Bump app. So as you get the book and read it, you can also, you're reading chapter two. You want a daily reminder of tips just from chapter two. And you can set up the Brain Bump app to give that to you. And I'll make one more plug for the book and, and the app because it's it's both they're both there. Is there is a section and tell me if I'm wrong. Stop me because if I'm if I'm wrong, then it won't be the first time. But I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, there's a, a section about um, negotiation and the importance of negotiating effectively from the, as early in your career as you can, so that it helps you accrue the maximum of benefits from both financial and opportunity wise so that like you get the ma maximum out of your career because you are going to be the person who's going to have the most skin in your career game. Uh, and I think that that's like super valuable for people. Um, it, it has always been, but it's more important now because you want to make sure that like whatever opportunities you are taking advantage of or you're looking for next, that you are doing the best you can to take full control of that. Did I do that right? Did I you, do that idea you, justice, Mark? The example, we'll, we'll take 40 seconds to give the example again. So imagine you're a 23-year-old, you're just out of school, you get a job offer for $50,000. But instead of taking that job as it is, you've learned to negotiate. You read the chapter in my book, or you learned a different way. You're not an incredible negotiator, you're just a little better than before you read it. And so you negotiate for $1,000 more. You ask for 51000 and you get that took you all of 10 minutes to negotiate or a couple emails. If you do nothing else in your career, if you stay in that job for the next 40 years until you retire, you just got yourself $1,000 more for 40 years. One tiny negotiation just got you $40,000. But of course, you're not staying in that job for next 40 years. You'll have promotions and raises, and you're gonna negotiate for more than $1,000. So if you learn to negotiate, Again, whether you buy my book, buy a different book on negotiating, you invest 
$20, $30, a couple hours, you can add tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars to your lifetime earnings. And we're just talking about compensation. You're going to negotiate all these other things. So really investing in the skill, whether you get it through the career toolkit or another thing, it is going to pay huge dividends throughout your career. Awesome. Well, Mark, thank you so much for doing this again. And I'm, I'm super excited about people getting the chance to experience Brain Bump. And I'm super excited that you're having such success with people uh, using it. Thanks again for having me on the show. Let me know what you thought about this second conversation with Mark Hirschberg by sending me an email. It is my name, Dave at DaveWakeman.com. Check out my website. It is DaveWakeman.com. Look at the shop. There is a pick your pick your brain with Dave uh, thing available, and I'm going to continue to roll out new products. Um, like a lot of things, I start getting halfway down the pro uh, the project or the product launch, and things get in the way. So uh, I'm making more of a concerted effort to get these projects and products up. That way, people have a better understanding of how they can work with me because. Sometimes I think it, or I don't think this, I know this, is that people feel like a huge project or a custom-made project might be too much. So I'm creating things that will give people a little bit more flexibility in how they work with me. So keep an eye on DaveWakeman.com. Uh, if you'd like, make sure you can you can sign up. There is a pop-up box that lets you sign up for my newsletters, of The Business of Value, which is my weekly newsletter email note on Sundays that talks about strategy, branding, marketing, uh, all of that stuff. Or there's Talking Tickets, which is talkingtickets.substack.com, and that's all about tickets. Uh, the Business of Value, businessofvalue.substack.com. Uh, both of them, I think, add a lot of value. The open rates on them are both close to 50%. It's pretty, they keep growing steadily. Uh, people seem to get a lot of value out of them, so check them out. Uh, make sure that you connect and check out my friends Cover Genius. CoverGenius.com. Especially pay attention to the CFAR, which is canceled for any reason. It's a newer product that they are offering. Um, because we've seen some really interesting data around what people are what people are taking up embedded protection now, uh, the peace of mind thing has become more and more important as people make their decision making processes around uh, tickets and holidays and all these things. Uh, CFAR has become even more and more important. Um, people want that peace of mind. They want that certainty. So you can find that out at CoverGenius.com. The CoverGenius team will be at the Ticketing Professionals Conference in Birmingham. Uh, in March, uh, about two weeks away right now. Uh, check them out. Say hi to Chris, Joe, Haley, uh, the entire team. Okay. Um, as always, I want to thank you so much for being here. Um, if you dig the podcast, uh, please rate it, review it, share it with somebody. It helps me get a bigger audience. It helps me uh, get better guests. It helps the whole thing. Uh, I appreciate it all. Um, as always, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Take care.